Good morning, everybody. Shabbos daf ayin ches. Because we saw daf ayin zayin, the Gemara daf ayin zayin went through what the amount of share that a person needs to carry out for a congealed liquid, a liquid which is now a solid. How much does the person have to carry out? Does the person have to carry out a kazais? Or is the kazais not enough? Only regards to specific liquids. Would that be revealed? That was a discussion in the Gemara and the Yamanal. From the Gemara and the brought down a discussion of how to spell certain words. We saw a bunch of interesting questions that Abzera asked Rabbi Huda, and they also asked him about the sources of words, the etymology of words, and he explained to him where these sources of the words come from. Today, by the we're going to see more about the Allahs in the Mishnah, how much a person is going to be high for taking out different things. Then we're going to see the Mishnah on the bottom of the Ayyachas Manalf, which is going to describe the shit that a person has to take out different items, paper, rope, and other types of things. I think Ramadan Bay is going to be on those halachos. It says the Hegek on the bottom of, of Daf Zayin on the base. It says the, the Mishnah said, we are seven lines up from the bottom, Shemen Kedelosuch Ever Katan. says the Hegek the Mishnah said that the amount of oil to anoint a small Ever. It says the Gemara Amadir Shemen Kedelosuch Ever Katan, Shakatan Ben Yemen. When the Mishnah said that, referring to shmiring oil on a, the small limb, it's referring to the smallest limb on a Tinik Ben Yemen, on a child who's just born. It says which is a tiny shear, which is the, the finger of the tiny finger of a baby, that's going to be enough. Mates Says the Gemara, we have a price which says that Shemen, in order to anoint a the smallest Eber, and a Katam Yemei, says the Gemara, my love, Eber Katam the Godova, Eber Godova Shell Katam Yemei. My love, it sounds like they're two separate things. That number one, we're talking about that the small limb of a regular person, or the biggest, the big limb of a child. So the Chari, you see, it's not one shear, it's two separate shear. No, when the Bryce said, it wasn't saying that it's two different cases. It was saying the smallest limb on a katan Says Let's say this that Rabbi said, Rabbi taught us that to be aver cotton shell cotton is whether it's referring to the smallest limb on a baby or it's referring to the biggest limb on a baby and the smallest limb on a regular person. So let's say it's machagis tonight. We have a brayso that says so if my it's whether it's just or So says the Gumara, my love. But how come if we want to say this is what they're disagreeing with? Because they sound very similar, the Shitra Rabbi Lazar and Rabnasan. So the Gumara wants to suggest that this is what Machaikis is. Rabbi Lazar Savar, Ever Cotton Shell Cotton. Rabbi Shin Lazar holds that we're talking about the smallest limb of a baby, a the figure of the baby. Rabnasan Savar, Rabnasan holds no, Ever Cotton to Gadol, Ever Gadol to Cotton. Abel, Ever Cotton Shell Cotton, Ben Yamalai. And Rabnasan holds no, that either the smallest limb of a big person or the biggest limb of a small person, but the small, the finger of a baby, that's not going to be enough. Says Gumara, no, the Kuliyam Ever Cotton to Cotton, Ben Yamalai. Everybody agrees that the smallest limb on a baby is not going to be enough. The less of Derbyani, everybody disagrees with Derbyani. And this is what Machlech is between Rav Shimon Lazar and Rav Nassim is. Rav Shimon Lazar, sorry, Rav Shimon Lazar holds Ever cut the Gadol, Ever Gadol, Kattam and Yamakei Aladinu. That the shear of the smallest limb of a big person and the biggest limb of a small person is the same shear. Rav Nassim says Rav Nassim holds Ever cut the Gadol in that only the smallest limb of a big person, Abel Gadol, the Kattam and Yamakei, but the biggest limb of a child is not enough, and that is not the same shear, and that's not. To be enough. So again, the Achrayim point out, the Slasemis, the Nitzev point out, the Lachar it's very strange. Machlekes Mitzias over here to say that they're disagreeing whether the sides of the limbs are the same. So if you take a look at the Nitzev and Rami Sadi explains that the Machlekes in Aragmar is that the biggest limb of a per- of a child is his thigh, and the smallest limb of a person is the finger. And he says Lachar they're not the same size. The finger of a regular person and the thigh even of a newborn baby is not the same size. So he explains that the thigh of a baby, since the skin is very soft, therefore requires less oil. The Machlekes is is that the same amount of oil that you need to put on the Gadol of a, the finger of a big person, or is that more or less? And that was the Lachlikis between Rav Nassim and Rav Lazar. Says Rav Maya, what was the Allah of Maisa? What was the Allah of Maskara? Tashimada, Rav Shimon Lazar, Rav Shimon Lazar, Rav Katan Shakatam and Yemen. Now that we stack a seat of Bryce and Befeish, which has like the Bayer Biani, that we're referring to the amount of oil which you need to smear the Erekatan of a Katam and Yemen. Says Rav Maya, 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 Rav Maya
the Mishnah said that what in order to shmir to add to this ointment for the eye. Any time we're going to go through now, if something has a usage for something which is normal, something which is not normal, so the Chum said that we're going to go to the shear which you normally use this thing for, even when it's a kula. And the Gwarzim go through what this means. And shrikha v'shrikha. However, if something has, has a usage which is normal to do, you use something for two different things. So then Azra and Basar the Shrikha the Khamar said, Rabban are going to go Basar the thing which the I, the usage which has a smaller shear of yeah, and the Gwarzim like to explain what this means. Yeah, it's just a shrikha. Yeah, it's normal to drink it. Rafuas is like shrikha. It's not normal for it to be used as part of Rafuas. So Azra Banan Basar Shrikha the Shrikha the Kula. Rabban said that the shear is the amount that you normally drink, which is a bigger shear. Milk is normal to drink. It's not normal to use as refuel. So Azra Banan Basar Shrikha the Kula. So Rabban went after the shear of drinking, which is a bigger shear. Honey, the shear, it's normal to use it to eat. It's normal to be used as a mixture in refuel. So Azra Banan Basar Shrikha the Kula. So Rabban went Lachamra Basar the small. Shear, which was the shear of using for a foot. Elamayim, but water, it's normal to be used to drink, but it's not normal to be used as part of a refuah. So, my time, why do when we gave the shear in the Mishnah for how much water you need to take out on Shabbos? We described the shear that you use it for an eye ointment, but that is not the normal usage of water, so we should go about there, we should go the clue, which takes a bigger shear, which you normally drink. answered, but we're talking about in Galil, in Galil, which Rashi explains that in Galil, they, were, they, were very, they did not have a lot of money, and therefore they only used water in. In their eye ointments, so therefore it's considered normal to use the water as an eye ointment. And again, they're trying to point out over here that when we talk about normal, not normal, it doesn't necessarily mean the volume of water, it just means what's normal, what's considered normal usage. So therefore, in Galil, it's normal to use the water for the eye ointment, and therefore you're going to be chayev for carrying the shear of for food. Rabbi Rabbi says, I feel tame We could even say that we're talking about in other places that it's considered normal to use water for the eye ointment. Why? And not other liquids, like Shmuel, like Kishmuel said, all types of liquids can heal the eye, but they'll make Blurry, the barry mic, except for water, the muscle, and the except for water that will heal the eye and it won't make it blurry because water is very clear and therefore it's the best liquid to mix into the eye ointment. And therefore, even in other places besides for Galil, they would only use water to put into their eye ointments and therefore it's considered normal even in other places. It's interesting to note that Shmuel over here is offering us medical advice. We see about Hashem, that Shmuel was actually a doctor. Shmuel was a doctor of Rebbe. And we'll see about Hashem as we go through more and more Gemaras that Shmuel was proficient in many areas of medical, of, he, was, he was proficient in many areas of medicine. However, specifically when it comes to ophthalmology, it was definitely Shmuel was definitely involved in the field of ophthalmology and he was definitely considered proficient in the field. We'll see about the later on Daf Kavches who was giving advice about the eye and about Dazar Daf Chavches and Nidarm Daf Peyal. We'll see Pazesh that Shmuel gave a lot of advice in regards to healing the eye. Says the Gemara writes of Mashkin Bervius. The Mishnah said that other liquids the shears revius. Talk about Dam Chalmei Mashkin Revius. Dam and all liquids the shears going to revius. And Tyson points out that we should regard Shar Mini Mashkin meaning other liquids which are not included in Mishnah their shears. Blood in order to shmear one eye to heal it. Because we use it to heal specks on the outside of the eye. Umayniya, what type of blood do we use? Dumb the tiny girls. Probably use the blood of a wild hen. The same type of shear that the blood in order to shmear one eye to heal it. Because we use it to heal cataracts in the eye, we use the blood. Umayniya, what type of blood do we use? Dumb the Krishna, the blood of the bat, with Simanach and the Simon, what we, what we use which blood for is the things which stays inside, which is the bath, stay inside, we use it for the inside of the eye, and bra bra, the things which was on the outside eye, the specks which are on the outside of the eye, we use we use the hen which is outside, a wild hen, and that's what we use to heal it. When do we say that these are they going to be a shiram? Well, this is when a person takes it out of Matsinia but a person who hides it away, if he puts it aside, then even by a culture is going to be high because he's showing that it's going to be Khashu. Um says when do we say there's Allah 
Mazi Shir when it guards a person who hides in the way. However, a person who just takes it out without putting it aside, he is going to be chayv only for Ravias, only with a bigger Shir. Then when it comes to poured liquids, which we'll see what this we use is for, that the Shir is going to be with a Ravias. Says the Gemara that we said before that this is only referring to a person who takes it out, but a person who puts it away, he's going to be chayv even with the Kulshu. Says what do you mean? That a person who hides is not considered mighty. Meaning the person, reason why a person is, is going to be high when he hides something away is only when he takes it out. He does it So what do you mean when we say that a person is matzia is going to be high because of So by explaining, we're talking about a Talmud whose rabbi told him go clear his place for the Suda. And Rashi explains, we're not talking about a Rebbe Talmud, a Rebbe who taught his Talmud learning. We're talking about a Rebbe who's teaching his Talmud, a student, a apprenticeship. He's teaching him a trade. We're talking about a person who's, let's say, learning carpentry from a master. So his master told him to clear the Makum Suda. And the Sharmatu Nolachavir and Agamar says, the reason why we will possibly refer to as the Rebbe Talmud relationship is because like the Ryan Kedushan tells us that it's going to be a mitzvah to learn a trade. And it's a mitzvah to learn kal- a umnis, which is kal- and It could be in those times carpentry was considered a umnis kal- and So that's what we're constantly talking about. The Shul Denagri, that is going to be the, kal- the umnis, which is kal- Anyway, says the Gemara. So the master told the the apprentice to clear aside a place for the suda. So then the student, if he clears away something which is chashiv to everybody and he takes it out on Shabbos, he's going to be chashiv. Which is not chashiv to everybody. If it's something which his rabbi would keep, what his rabbi would set aside, his rabbi would put away, so then he's going to be chashiv because it's going to be chashiv. However, if it's not going to be chashiv to his master, to the person teaching him the trade, he is not going to be chashiv because, again, we are going to say that since the master is not going to be chashiv, so therefore it's not going to be considered the shear which are going to be chashiv on Shabbos. Again, interesting, Rashi Tyson, other Rashi is this specifically of Shimon that holds that a person can be chayv with the machshava another person? Meaning, words what we are saying that it depends on the machshava of the master, not the machshava the person is taking out. Or Tyson over here says no, that everybody would agree over here that when it comes to a rabbi rabbi talmud relationship, that it could be that the talmud goes after the the machshava of the rabbi, and therefore everybody agrees that it goes after the master's machshava and not after the talmud's machshava. Says that So the commission said that when it comes to things which you pour out, liquids which are dirty, the halachas go after the rabbi. Says the what are poured out liquids? What are they right for? What do you use these liquids for? These dirty liquids. I'm Rabbi Yirmiyah. The Gabbin said, "Use it to make tit, to make cement." It says Gemara, "Tanya tit kedelasis ben pikor." But ask the Gemara. We learn. We're going to see later on that the amount of cement you're going to be high for is the shear in order to make a pikor, which is a smaller shear. It's one of the instruments that the goldsmith uses. So ask the Gemara. So then, if to the actual make actual cement, to take, if you take out actual cement, actual cement, you need less of a shear. So lachar kolshkein when you take out the the liquids to make that cement, and you should need less of a shear. Answer the Gemara. No, this is referring to already you have cement. This is referring to you don't have cement. Because a person doesn't take out water, doesn't make cement, this small this small shear. So therefore, when he's coming to make the cement, then he needs a bigger share. However, once he has the actual cement, then he's going to be chayv even a small share because a person would keep that small share. Says the person takes out a rope, has to be the shear in order to make a handle on a basket. Gemi, if he takes a reed, in order to make a shoulder strap for the different sieves. That you used to use the rope in order to measure the foot of a kid when you needed to, to see how what size shoe he was, they would use a small rope to measure his foot. Nayar paper paper in order that you could write the kasher mochsen, which we'll see in the Gemara is referring to the stamp collectors. After a person would pay the taxes, the stamp collectors would write two big letters, two Greek letters, and that's the shear in order to be chayv for a paper. You have to have the shear that you can write those two big letters. I might see kasher mochsen chayv, and a person who actually takes out the stamp collectors' paper is going to be chayv and shots. Nayar a 
paper which is erased already, which you can't write normally on it. In order to be able, you would have to be able to use that paper to cover the small barrel, the small jug of oil. Again, they used to use paper to cover sometimes as a bottle stopper to use it to cover their bottles. Or could they lost his command and leather in order to write a command or to write an amulet? Cloth, the cloth, could they look to have a love? Cloth, you're going to be high if you take out the, the small amount of cloth which you have to write, the shear of Shema Yisrael, which is the small shear of the smallest part of the film. You're going to be high if you carry the amount of ink in order to write two letters. Make up for the eye, you're going to be high as long as you can put on the up for one eye, the amount that it takes to put on one eye. Devek, Luke, the Elite Shashif, enough to put on top of a board. We'll see more about this in the Gemara. Zephyr, Vigafre, has pitched himself in the last neck of two Philip, a small hole. Shaiva, wax, the Elite Mapi neck of cotton, in order to put on top of a small hole. Charsis, crushed or break your glasses, be crushed or tear in order to make this type of clear that the goldsmiths used to use. So, that's how much brick you need in order to crush the brick in order to be high. Remove your glasses, pit put in order to make a tripod. Subin, brand, the Elite Mapi, crushed or tear The brand in order to put on this clear that the goldsmiths used to use, this smelting pot that they used to use, that's how much brand. Rashi explains that it's referring to that they used to use the brand to burn if they didn't if they were trying to make the clean they didn't have other materials to burn with then they would use subinan to to create the fire as their firewood. If you take a look at the Torah, there's an interesting Torah where the Torah writes the Rabbi Lai writes that Rashi is not a bucking lachlatzarfim and therefore he explains differently than Rashi says. If he explains the reason why they not use the brand they would put it in this clean in the smelting pot when they would make the gold because it would polish the gold and make it a clearer color. Says the Mishnah Vaiter said lime kedei losses katan shavonis the girls would use it to remove the hair who don't remember this that I would use it to flatten the hair. Rabbi Nechemi says, undafi to put on their forehead to take up the hair. Again, different. They would just use this type of lime to remove the hair, and that's the shear going to be chayav on Shabbos. Chavel says the Gemara, the rope. Why the mission say that a rope has to be used in order to make a handle for a basket? Why shouldn't it be enough to use it as? The, to create a strap for AC, which is a small shear, like just like the reed. And so the Gemara came with the Chark and Since it's very sharp, since the rope could be sharp, it would mess up the clear, it would mess up the knife in the cover, and therefore it's, you, they would not use it for that, and that's what has to be enough for the handle of a basket. This type of palm branch in order to make a handle for a basket. In order to make a handle for this type of basket. That in order, the amount that you'd use to put on the funnel of a, uh, to put on a small funnel, which you use to you take out wine, revive grease, the amount of grease that you put on the bottom of a small wafer of a common shear, and how much is that? Kasella, it's the shear itself. It says, We learned it is a Gregor. It says, I the and a Gregor is the same shear. That's the amount of grease you put on the bottom of a wafer. It says, Muchen, cotton, and a uh, soft material, the last is katakatana, to make a small ball. Ukama shirak, egg is the share of a, egg is the share of not. It says in Gemara Raiter, Nayar Kedachal, Keshemachs, and the Mishnah said that blank paper, the amount that you would write, the Keshemachs, and it says in Tana, Kamak Shemachs, Tana Keshemachs, and what is the share of a Keshemachs, and what is the share that the stamp collectors would sign? It says in Gemara, Shte Aitzis, Shel Keshemachs, and it's two letters, these bigger letters, these Greek letters. Ramin asked the Gemara, Hamaiti Nayar Chalakamish, but Kedachal, Shte Aitzis, Chayv, and La Pater. So it says Gemara, we see that it's just two regular letters and not these special type of letters. So no, it's referring to the two letters that the Kesher Maxim would write these bigger letters. It's referring to our letters, however, and the part, the hand, a part of the paper that you could use to, hand, to hold it, which is the same amount of shear as two big Greek letters, meaning that when the Bryson said two letters was referring to regular letters, however, that includes the shear that you need to actually hold the paper. And if you include that shear, it's the same amount as the Kesher, as the two big letters, two big Greek letters. A person takes out a 
a paper which is already erased, or a shtapura paid up shtar, which you can't use to write in it. There's enough in the white part of the says to write two letters, or if you have enough in the entire paper, to put as a bottle stopper to put inside the bottle of oil. that is only before he shows it to the tax collector. However, once he shows it to the other tax collectors that is verified, then he's going to be potter. Since he doesn't need any more, he's going to be potter. Even once he shows it to the tax person, he is still going to be chayv. Because he still needs it. What's the like? This meaning, what exactly do you still need it for? What are they arguing about? Why would a person need the stamp once he actually shows it to the stamp collector? They already paid it, so why does he need it anymore? The reason why a person would keep it is because even though he already showed it to the tax person and the person said you already paid it, but what, people would chase after him and say, no, and say, no, you didn't pay it, and the person wouldn't be interested in going back to the tax collector to show them. So, so that's why Rebut holds that a person would, hold, would keep it. And the Tanakhama held no, that the person would just go back to the tax collector and show the people they actually paid the taxes. Rabbi says, that The Nafkamina is that even though the, it was verified by the bigger person, Rashi explains that sometimes their person would be in char- there would be a tax collector would be in charge of collecting the toll for the bridge, and the the bigger person, the bigger authority would appoint somebody under him to actually collect the taxes. So the person, even though he went to the bigger person, it was verified that he paid the tax already. However, when he goes to the actual bridge, the cotton is going to tell him, ah, you didn't, I didn't see that it was verified. And he's going to make him show, he's going to make, make him prove that he actually paid the taxes. So therefore, that's why a person would still keep it. A person would still keep the verification. Ravashi, Ravashi offers another solution. We're not talking about a bigger, the, the bigger guy, and the bigger tax collector, the small collector. We're talking about the same type of tax collector. That he wants to show to the other tax collector, meaning he'll go to one bridge and he'll pay his taxes, but then he'll go to another bridge and he'll want to keep his original receipt to show the per- the next person by the next bridge that he's somebody who's trustworthy, so that he's somebody who pays taxes, and the person will let him go, and the person won't bother him. The Ritva explains a little bit differently that he will show his he will show the second the guy by the second bridge that he paid his taxes, and he'll, and he'll get a little bit of a discount, and that's where else he'll keep his receipt from the first tax collector. Tax collector. It's actually interesting. We have to keep in mind that the way taxes work in those days was a little bit different than they work nowadays. We're talking about in Bavel where there was they use a system called tax farming where the king would actually commission his taxes to a third party. He would, he would hire a third party to collect his, ta- collect his ta- taxes and he would give them a certain amount, tell them a certain amount that they have to collect from a certain city and it would be up to their discussion how much they would charge different people. So that's why a person would want to keep his tax receipts so that he might actually get a discount from the tax collector. Quick as we saw today, the Gemara on the Menalf went through the shear that a person requires in order to carry out different liquids. The Gemara said it went in something which is shriach and something which is not shriach. The Chum went busted the shear which is shriach, busted the amount which people normally use it for and something which is both, if an item has two shear which are shear, then we go busted the shear which is, we go the Chumra, we do the smaller shear and then the Gemara discussed why by water we use the shear of refuah and not the shear of drinking. So the Gemara concluded that it was considered normal to use for the refuah for the eye. And then the Gemara on the, on the bottom, the Mishnah, on the Amin Aleph went through the shirim that a person has to take out different items, ropes, and paper, what shirim those require. And then the Gemara on the went through exactly why a person would keep his tax collection receipt or not. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.